Hello, my beautiful friends. Oh my goodness, it has been so long. I apologize, but at the same time, I don't apologize. So I feel like because this podcast is all about alignment and it's all about making sure that you do things that are balanced. And when I tell you that in June, because of 2020 and what it caused us wedding photographers with our weddings, there was just no way with a brand new baby, there was just no way that I could keep up with this amazing and beautiful podcast. But I am ready to come back full throttle. I won't be leaving you guys hanging anymore, but I really wanted to practice what I preached. And I'm like, if I'm just going to put out content that is like really scrappy, misaligned, honestly, like working just to work, it's not going to benefit anybody. So that is the honest reason that I fell off the planet. But also, what have I been up to? You're listening to the Align with Alora podcast. They say business owners ditch the nine to five only to work 80 hours just for themselves. I want to change that narrative. I believe that we can still be successful by working smarter, not harder, and still achieve beyond our wildest dreams. This podcast is all about systems, boundaries, and growing a profitable business without the hustle and the overwhelm. Because guess what? You really can have both. So get comfortable and let's dive in. Oh my goodness. Um, Since May, right? I think May was the last episode that I put out. Um, Man, wow. I Well, my son was five months then. We were getting ready for like our first family portraits and I was doing a ton of engagement sessions, weddings, elopements, even just kind of people that were trying to rush in and squeeze in a, a session on a Thursday. I was doing it all. And also, I was also a part of a bunch of coaching programs and I've learned so much. I in the past had an episode where I didn't work with a really good coach and so it kind of really um I don't know, deterred me from trying to do it again. You you invest so much money into somebody that you hope is going to give you this amazing experience and you're putting so much in their hands. It's nerve-wracking. And so that has actually inspired me to Da, 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 do the same thing. <laughs> I've been doing mentorships since like 2018. I liked them so much. I gave them away all the time. I would do quick 30 minute calls, quick one hour calls, and I would do like a mentorship where it was like four to six hours of my time. And I loved it. I never got sick of it. I love mentoring and educating more than absolutely anything in this world. I obviously love talking and that's why I have a podcast. Let's be real. Raise your hand if you were one of the kids in school who were always in trouble because they were talking in class. Pointing to myself, I would get detention because my teachers were so upset with me that I just could not be quiet. I mean, every teacher, maybe with the exception of a couple introverted teachers or older teachers who didn't notice. But then again, passing notes was a thing. Anybody else a millennial here? Anybody else graduate? No? 2008? (laughs) But yes, in middle school, notes were a thing if we couldn't talk, and we were totally fine with that until they caught the notes and read them in front of the class. Yeah. But I'm excited to be back here. I'm excited to talk. I I have no (laughs) outline. I have no notes here. Um, And then I decided, like, maybe I should talk about something other than, hi, I'm back. Welcome. So I've been doing a couple actual um, podcast interviews with some friends, and I'm excited for those to launch and... I've been doing a lot of talk about mindset 
and how important it is. And I mean, if you guys know, I love talking about mindset over matter and marketing and how they kind of play together. But um, if you're new here and you just decided not to splurge on like the older podcast episodes, which I do, once I follow a podcast, I just I press follow and then I go straight to oldest because I want to hear the entire journey. Like I'm the kind of friend who cannot start a show in the middle of a season and just keep rolling. Like, no. So I wanted to talk about an entrepreneurial mindset. A lot of people have been seeking me for this one, at least the people that I have done the podcast interviews for. And I think it's actually important. And I didn't know that people were not really talking about mindset. So, I mean, there's a ton of things that play into this really, but because I was raised to believe that, you know, starting a business is possible and that you know, being an entrepreneur is was kind of like a no-brainer if you're a driven person, which I did not know. Like looking back, like now that I'm in my 30s and I'm looking back at my younger self, I just remember working the nine to five, being paid very minimum wage and just like finishing all my tasks early and then still having to stay till five and being like, okay, what else can I do? Um, I already accomplished this. I already answered all your emails. I already did all your phone calls. Now what? I'm an admin assistant. I do customer service. Now what? You know? And it's just, it's crazy now because like I'm standing here thinking you were never like complacent and you were not fine with just doing the bare minimum. You always wanted to do more. You really wanted to break the glass ceiling, but you couldn't because you worked for somebody else. And I had no idea that being an entrepreneur was the answer to that. I I see it now. And so looking at my kids, like if they have any of those things, any of the like just insane ambition or just really don't feel fulfilled um, in their current jobs or even just like with, I don't know, with anything in life, with sports, I definitely know now that I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to take you under my wing and teach you everything I know because you're obviously wired for this. And then also somebody told me that's because you're left-handed. So I am left-handed. If anybody has any information on that, please DM me and let me know. I know there's only 3% of us in the world. Maybe it's growing. Maybe it's not. But I would like to know what that means because I have not done research on that. But I do feel like I my mind is ridiculous. I feel like it never stops. If I have to wake up and feed my son at 7 in the morning, my brain is up and it's working. Sorry, not 7 in the morning. That's like That's a blessing. <laughs> I mean like at 4 in the morning. <laughs> And I'm just up all day thinking of ideas, brainstorming, and just like, okay, you can do this, and you can change this, and you can make a system for this, and it's insane. So anyway, if anybody has any answers to this and would like to just talk to me, please let me know. Otherwise, back to mindset. So I I had no idea that people weren't aware. So if you are in a place in your life and you feel just like, man, I need to do something else or I'm in this full time and there's there's so much more for me, but I just don't know what it is. Well, let's just see how much of an entrepreneurial mindset you have. And if you don't, maybe you can kind of strive for these things because they will really help you um, be able to have that, that perfect mindset to where you're not constantly self-sabotaging. And so that's why the mindset is important because your mind will actually keep you from taking action. Like your mind will kind of brainstorm, but the action will take you there. But if you're stuck at the place where you can't even get to, oh my gosh, I could totally do this. Like it, I have, like the sky is the limit for me. I can do anything I want to do. I just have to do the work. And Or you could have the mindset of, oh, you know, that can happen for that person, but it can't happen for me because I don't know how to speak or 
I'm really nervous or I, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, you know, that's all mindset stuff. And people think like, oh, you can't change that. Like I am who I am, but that's not true because mindset is actually incredible. You can exercise having positivity and being ambitious and being optimistic and all those other things can actually, when you practice that and exercise it, which is why, you know, in those self-help things, they have you say mantras or positive things to yourself in the mirror. It actually works. I don't do it, but I do put like quotes in my office or like words like success, driven, patience, kindness, faith, whatever you want to say. And it just kind of takes me there. Or I could put a quote and be like, girl, you got this. You tired, but you got this. Um, So anyway, mindset by definition is actually a noun and it means the established set of attitudes held by someone. But an entrepreneurial mindset is a specific set of belief knowledge, and thought processes that drives an entrepreneurial behavior. So it's very specific. And I don't know. I like talking about this stuff. I'm not a mindset coach, by the way. Disclaimer, if you have one and they're telling you something else, please do that thing. But these are like my favorite four four mindset characteristics that I think are just imperative for us as wedding photographers, as business owners, as you know, content creators, as coaches, whatever that you are whatever career that you have, um, I think these are fantastic. So the first one, which I feel like is probably the most important, I love this one because I now have this. But when I first started out in my business, I did not. I did not at all. I was very like, the, the market is saturated. There's not enough room for me. There's not enough room for another photographer. And this is back in like the 2000s, which, wait, this is 2000s. I mean, early 2000s. <laughs> Okay, 2011. Let's be real. Um, And I was like, I could never go full time. I could never just make that leap because there's so many photographers and apparently all 7 billion people are just going to hire those select photographers. I don't know. Like saying it now, it sounds funny. But this is the abundance versus scarcity mindset. So Oh, abundance is kind of like all of this can happen for me. Like I like I said earlier, the sky is the limit. Let's break the glass ceiling. That's abundance. Like it can all happen for me. It, if I just do this, it can happen, right? And scarcity mindset is kind of like the mindset of there's never enough. So there is enough. There's always enough. There's never enough. And so when you get in it, it's you have to practice correcting yourself because your feelings aren't facts. And you have to remind yourself, like, just because I feel this doesn't mean it's right and it doesn't mean it's okay. I can change this. Like, reframing that there's not enough and letting yourself know that there are 7 billion people in the world. All I need are however many clients you want to book that year. Unless you want to book, like, 100,000, then, like, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know about that one. But if you want to book anywhere from, like, 15 to 20 to 35 weddings a year – you totally can. Even within your immediate circle, you can book that many. It's just getting yourself out there. But you have to conquer this one first before you even get to the marketing portion. Failure mindset is another one, which is the fear of failure. This one gets a lot of us. Like, I still gets me, okay? I, I mean, I am an Enneagram 3, so this is literally the core fear of my being. <laughs> Shakes me, okay? But if you keep fearing failure, you're never going to learn. So instead, be willing to fail and realize that failure isn't really failure. It's a lesson. And if you never learn how to deal with that situation when it happens, 
then you're going to be incompetent. I don't know. So in my opinion, my my thing is like, uh, let's say uh, for photographers, if an SD card fails, right? Well, did you have a backup system in place? Did you plan for the failure? Did you plan for the worst case scenario? Or did you just use one card slot and you're like, that never happens to me. I'm fine. You know? So it's like, but maybe it happens. And you know, next time, if something happens to that card and it fails and you take it to get it fixed, and let's just say it works out, you know, next time, like, okay, you did not plan for the worst. And now next time you're going to have two SD cards in your slots and one is going to be a backup. And that's fine. You've learned in the beginning of your business, whereas you're not charging upwards of, let's just throw a huge number out there, $10,000 for a wedding, and you're still shooting on one SD card and it happens and you lose like a very high ticket client's images. I think it's good to get all that stuff out of the way in the beginning. You learn your lesson, you move on, and now you're wiser for it. And now you're more positioned as a professional because of it. Because remember, if you're not progressing, then you're failing. So you're better off just taking the chance. It's okay. It's okay. Risk is scary, but the worst thing is stagnation, staying in the same place. In five years, you should be like amazing at how to use your camera, how to use the different lighting situations. Even if you don't do off-camera flash, you should at least have the knowledge of off-camera flash if that is your style. You know, things like that that you can conquer over time, but you need to constantly be growing without the fear of failure. Failure is just a lesson. If you switch the words, it doesn't seem so scary, right? So growth mindset says that you can create change if you work hard, adaptive feedback, and implement strategies for development. And then a fixed mindset says things are the way they are and it will never change no matter what you do. And a person in a fixed mindset will stay exactly there, fixed, fixed in their position, fixed in their place without the ability to get out of their own way. And it's really sad because I know that a growth mindset, it seems like ridiculous or ambitious or maybe too ambitious, but really you can't do anything without action. So like I said, the abundance and scarcity is a really important mindset, but also so is growth mindset. Because if you don't believe that you can get more clients if you just change in action, or if you don't believe that you can provide a better experience for your clients because you are who you are and you're not capable of doing this or you don't want to do this, then you're right and you won't. And you'll stay exactly right there. And risk mindset. This one is the scrappy one. But I like being a little scrappy sometimes, but it's about not being afraid to break the rules. Think outside the box. So like what is the industry missing and how could you be the answer? That is kind of taking a risk and I love this. I love looking at something and thinking where are the holes that I can provide the answer for? I don't know if this is like something natural or is this just me trying to be unique? I don't know. But think about that for yourself. Like what risk can you take? It doesn't have to be a massive risk but like little risks. How can you offer something that sets you apart from the rest? Because let's be real, if you're uniquely yourself, you're never going to struggle with the scarcity mindset. You're never going to struggle with any of those things. Well, you are going to struggle with failure, but you won't struggle with with any of the mindsets that are like, oh, well, I can't be this person. You're right. You can't be this person. And don't try. I feel like the only thing that really will keep you in the, the scarcity mindset just to jump up there or growth or any of those things is... You're trying to be somebody else or you think or you're comparing your success to theirs when you could be comparing, first of all, to their middle or their highest level. 
and not looking back or even listening. Hopefully they tell you stories of their past so that way they're a little relatable. But even if they're not, don't assume that you're always in the same level as the person you're comparing your life to. Um, and that's why it's important to have like mentors and coaches too, because they can kind of redirect that for you. Like, Hey, 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 let's focus on you. What is your unique superpower? What is the thing that you can bring to the table that no one else can, that is unique to you? And that's why the people are going to hire you. So I personally, it just to kind of throw this in here on my experience, but Man, if when I first started out, this would have benefited me so much more because I would have jumped in probably five years sooner. So, I mean, I've been like, I've been interested in the industry, like I said, since 2011, but I didn't actually go full time and make the huge leap until 2014. So for four years, you know, I was debating like, ah, should I even tell people I'm a photographer? Should I even tell people like I have a website? Like I made all this stuff, but I didn't tell anybody about it. I was embarrassed when people would, well, my parents would tell people I was a photographer and I was like, ugh, yeah, I have like this little side gig thing and it's super fun and I book two clients a year or whatever. It's fine. But I mean, once I switched that, you know, scarcity, failure mindset into the growth and risk mindset and finally just said, you know what? Let me put myself out there and see what happens. Let me study marketing. Let me understand the ways that I can just be myself, but also be present and show people that this is me. This is what I offer. If you want it, (laughs) come on over and hire me. Um, But yeah, so those are just like some amazing things at least that I've learned. So a couple things that you can probably take away about the mindset of a successful entrepreneur. Do the work. (laughs) Sorry, I love saying this. I feel like you probably hear it so much. At least I do. At least the algorithm and the ads that, that are always tailored to me are always like, we do the work. Are you just tired of doing the work but no action? But seriously, when I say do the work, I mean, Practice changing your mindset. You know, there is this book called Atomic Habits. I have not read it because I am probably too habitual and I probably need to slow down. But I heard it's really good for people who just need to get that little bit of ambition. Try one thing at a time where you exercise exercise creating new habits all the time and then actually sticking to them. I think the the rule of thumb is that it takes seven days to actually have a habit, like form a habit. So seven days of doing one thing over and over and over. And then after a while, it just becomes something that you automatically do. So let's think about that for your mindset. When you feel like you're about to go into this negative space or you're just about to say, like if somebody says a success story and you're like, oh my gosh, it could happen for me. Like, no, no, it can happen for me. It can happen for me one day in time, you know? And just even that alone will just change the way that you feel. You should try it. See if you like it. See if it works. But it does. And surround yourself with like-minded people in your community. So there is a saying that you are the five people you hang out with, or at least 95%, I think, like 95% chance of the people you hang out with is who you are, which that's a big percentage. And, you know, what are they saying? Like, what are their personalities like? Because they're going to rub off on you, like the way that they talk, the way that they act, the way that they think. Um, the way that their businesses run? Are are they similar to you? Would you consider yourself at a place where you are personally successful? Or do you feel like you're shrinking yourself to fit in with others? Or do you feel like you can't branch out because everybody else is so negative and you would be the oddball? Because 
I wonder if that's like a peer pressure thing now that I think about it. Like if you are the five people you hang around with and you want to be different, everyone's like, no, why would you do that? That's crazy. You're like, you're right. That's crazy. I won't do it. But anyway, whether you like it or not, you're going to adapt to your environment. So be mindful of the people that you surround yourself with or who you admire or who you want to be. I usually surround myself with people that are 10 times more successful than me because it keeps me ambitious. It keeps me a visionary and it keeps me on my toes. Like they tell me things that I'm just like, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, because I'm doing it. And I'm like, you're right. (laughs) You would know because you're doing it. So think about that way to like expand your circle a little bit. Um, That way you're not complacent. That way it'll also help your mindset, which is insane. All these things play a factor, but they do. The last thing I would say is to get out there and make a lot of mistakes. (laughs) Get scrappy or get dirty, whatever. Get busy. Don't be afraid of whatever comes in your path because honestly, fear will will really stop you. The fear of what people will think, the fear of whether or not you really think you're worthy of this, your prices are worth it, where you feel like you are good enough to be an entrepreneur, a CEO, all those things. But if you're constantly busy just going out there and, and, and envisioning things, planning things, and dreaming, and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, it's going to be easier to grow and grow fast. So thank you guys for listening to this episode today um, about successful entrepreneurial mindsets. I think this will be a good one as we are heading out into the new year. We will be revisiting kind of like a planning for success um, episode two, just so that you can end the year really hopeful. I have not even dove into my New Year's resolutions or any of my quarterly planning, but I I don't know if you've seen me on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, I have a quarterly um, planner that I printed out and framed. And so I just use like dry erase markers. And every time a new quarter comes along, I make adjustments. It's easier for me to plan things out. I don't know why, but 90 days is the perfect amount of time that it takes for me to plan things out. And so I'm really excited about that. I finally printed out my full calendar year. um, And it's just been amazing. I can actually see at a glance, just in one big sheet, how many weddings I'm doing, how many weddings my team is doing, any important events coming up, any um, vacations I want to plan like a week off of work that I'm planning for next year. I'm actually planning on taking a lot more time off, but these things I will be explaining in my planning episode. If you're into that stuff, I'm into that stuff. I'm the annoying, like, let's plan your year (laughs) type of person. So if you're interested in that, that episode is coming and I cannot wait to discuss all the things that's going on as well as my new coaching program that I have a waitlist for if you want to sign up for that. Um, It's going to be an amazing four months of just strategy, marketing, branding. I'm just going to unveil every single thing that I do in my business, everything that I've done that was successful, and even sharing things that I did that weren't successful and what I would have done Um, We're also going to have guest speakers that are amazing at finances and branding and sales and all of all of it. Like I can't even I'm just bursting at the seams with excitement. I've been working on this for a couple months. I have been brainstorming this guy since 2019 and it's taken me this long to finally wrap it all up together and put it in a beautiful package to you. There's going to be gifts. There's going to be bonuses and I cannot wait. So if you want to sign up for that wait list, it should be in the show notes and 
I cannot wait to be back on here for another episode. I am so sorry that I took so long, but also I'm not sorry that I took the time to align myself. I feel very refreshed and ready to get 2022 up and rolling. So I will talk to you guys later and I will see you in the next episode. Well, you made it to the end of today's episode. If you're loving the podcast so far, I'd be so honored if you go ahead, hit that subscribe button and leave me a review. Reviews help me get amazing guests as well as helping this podcast get noticed by new listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you'd like to connect, feel free to look at all the links in the show notes and let's connect on Instagram at alora.rochelle or align with Alora Podcast. Until next time. Thank you.